Just keep swimming. Remember that movie? No. It's uh, Finding Nemo. I never saw it. What? I've never seen the Finding Nemo. How have you never seen Finding Nemo? Because I'm a... It's the dude where where's my car of Pixar movies. I've never with seen the dude with Ellen DeGeneres. Sir Ellen DeGeneres. Didn't she do Finding Dory too? She did. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the Yeah, I know the character's name. I've never seen it though. Oh, okay. How about that? I don't watch um, movies that the general public adores. I don't know where I'm going with that. No, no, that's good. <laughs> no, no, fight the power. <laughs> and Dank's still not here. Dank's still not here. Yeah, he's a motherfucker. He's um, he's off in space. What? He's sure. Yeah, he's he's he wanted to see the Milky Way. Oh, that's what he told me. So he left, just like that. Well, I hope he brings one back. Hope he. Yeah. You've ever had. <laughs> God, why is that so funny to me? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that was good. Hate you. I'm so I'm totally serious too. You want to? You want I would kill a Milky Way right now. I just want Mars. Hope he brings Mars back. Ooh, do you think he has time for Mars? I got a clue. I <laughs> 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 sound like the Hardy Boys. <laughs> Hardy I got Boys. a raging clue. I got a raging clue right now. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Are raging clue right now. It's playing over there. Oh my god! It's all your clue. Oh my god! It's all your clue. I love that. Episode. I do too. Um, <laughs> back at it again like we never left. Hey, it's that time. Coke, it's Coke and Whip it. Whip it and Coke. It's not lethal weapons. You don't do that every time. <laughs> you God, I don't I hope do. it doesn't sound too much like spray paint, like it's meant to sound like an aerosol Did you can, do that over but... me talking? I feel like you did. Yeah, as you were doing it, and I wanted to... I'm sorry if I bothered you. You son of a bitch. That's I was what, invited. Funny. Hey, Whip it. Hey, Coke. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> How many ninjas does it take to change a light bulb? Where'd the light bulb come from? Gut punch. Got him. You like him, you didn't even fucking laugh. No, well, I didn't. Okay. You lied to me. You didn't <laughs> like it. You hated it. It's a stupid joke. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, I can't believe you know. Okay, thank you. Oh, you know. Um. Wah, wah, wah. Is that too loud? <laughs> a little loud. Yeah, sorry. A little loud. That's the spy music. So I'm back with it again. <laughs> we're, we're back at it again. Thanks, like I said, still in space. Or repeating everything I'm saying. He's slaying. He's slaying. He's slaying aliens. Booty. Oh, oh. What were you gonna say? I don't know. We're gonna finish uh, each other's sandwiches? sandwiches. Oh, Come that's on. What yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Man. I did Jinx. say. Jinx. Jinx again. <laughs> it's a little frozen for you guys. <laughs> oh, that killed me. Which isn't a bad movie. It's great. I don't mind Frozen at all. I, like, I understand. Let it go. I think is annoying because of the way she sings it. She really just. Gives it her all. She trained she really hard to do it. No, but she yells. Like, yeah. Okay. Listen how Kristen Bell that sings her songs. Okay. Not yells. Yeah. Dina Menzel, you're yelling. She, she went you're off. Yelling. You're just you're yelling a little bit. But think about what it means. I get it. Having get cold it. powers. But when you listen to it 20 fucking times because your kid wants to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sticks with you. I know. I catch myself singing at work, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll walk around just singing like, you're welcome. <laughs> That's a good tune. Anyways, I like Moana, too. Moana's awesome. Better than Frozen. Um, this is Across the Pages. Yes. This is where we take two properties from different... Two characters from different properties or publishers and smash them together in ways that we find similar... I never want to fucking say this. Similar ways. Today we're doing James Bond and Ninjak. Okay. Ninjak from the Valiant Universe. James Bond from... What is he from? Dynamite? Dynamite, right? Dynamite. I read the Dynamite one. Yeah, yeah so there's a different couple, a couple different ones, but he originated as. But a, Marvel and DC and Dynamite, it's been through a lot of different uh, hands. The, the, the James Bond series. He's been handled. Mm. He's been fondled. Because he's been around for a little while. He's been fondled by uh, 
few different publishers. Oh yeah. That that rascal. Silver tongue rascal. Obi. Hey, I like when they say, what do they say? Is juvenile quips? Oh, it's juvenile <laughs> I have quips. no time for your juvenile quips. And you you love your juvenile quips. I do know. love my juvenile quips and my cheesy puns. I do enjoy them both. Uh, soft cheese is new meats. That's what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that's good, but I like that. Because our fans, <laughs> we, we, okay, so a few while back, yeah. Danky had this term, soft cheese new meats. Okay. Those are our fans. So if you're a fan, you can choose whether you want to be a soft cheese mm-hmm. or a new meat. Okay. Nobody knows the terms are endearing or insulting. Okay. Because they are both yeah. and neither at the same time. So you may classify yourself. Are you a soft cheese or a new meat? I think new meat. I think you're a fucking soft cheese. See, Excuse we me. don't know. That, see, no, that the way you said it. Yeah, though. exactly. And that's the beauty of yeah, these. you're new meat. You're a fucking soft cheese. Interesting. Me, I'm an, I'm a. It doesn't matter what, what I am. No, I'm. No, what matter. are you? Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm the wooden tray that it's, you cut them on. Okay. I see what you did. Okay. You son of a bitch. I'm a shiatsu knife. You're a fucking new beast. You're a... Ooh, that's, that's, <laughs> even, that's even worse. <laughs> Your face is... Anyways. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> I took Ninjak. Yes. You took James Bond. Yes. Now, I did this specifically for my, uh, my ex-boyfriend Whippet because... Mm. I know how much of a James Bond fan you are. Yeah. I'm a huge Bond fan. Yes. I've been watching this since I was a kid. Like, 10 years old, I watched Dr. No. And with my dad and... and Did your dad a big fan too? Is that what he got you into? You know what? He had a ton of VHS, and he loved the 60s. Like, my dad is a product of the 60s. Okay. And uh, he loves British, um, like, models. And, like, when I say models, I mean, like, he watched the Super Mario Net shows, like Thunderbirds and Stingray and... A lot of those visual effects guys worked yep. on Bond, uh, especially one of the movies we watched today, Thunderbirds. The puppets, right? Yeah, the, the puppets. <laughs> and I grew up with, <laughs> I grew up watching those. Team America. Bond. Sorry. Team America is based off that. Team America, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Some of the guys worked. Yeah. Did they? On, yeah, oh, absolutely. Awesome. Oh, that's amazing. But yeah, it's your big. Just sorry, I cut you off. No, no, it's okay. It's just my You're... my story. Yeah, I like cutting you off though. <laughs> What, because I'm new meat? Yes, you're a fucking soft cheese, and you know it. You're just a tree. Yeah. You just hold me up. I... <laughs> platter. I'm a fucking... I'm a wooden platter. You do nothing without me. Right. You don't serve soft you know cheese. And I can just get cut on the countertop. No, you can't. No, you fucking can't. Not in my house. <laughs> cut up my counter, you son of a bitch. Um, yeah, I took Ninja. You took um, James Bond. Bond. Dream we, Bond. uh... We watched so Ninja obviously is the only, isn't in many movies. No. Whereas James Bond is in twenty six. Twenty six. Okay. Coming up go. to twenty six. Yeah. What I found awesome about that is like when we were talking before this, I was like, yeah, let's we're gonna do Ninja versus the Valiant Universe, which is a web series on YouTube. Yep. I never it's, knew who Ninja was. Also, before going. You didn't read when we were when we, when we collected. I said we like eight thousand times. Yeah. When we collected the stuff in. We, I watched Shadow I went, Man. Yeah, I got Shadow Man first, and then I also got Ninja. Oh, no, he came out later. He came out later. And Bloodshot, I yeah, read but I was, Bloodshot. I was on those ones. Yes. Ninja, uh, Bloodshot and Shadow Man, I was on quickly. Yeah. I wanted to get an XO Man War, but it was already like an issue 20 something. I was yeah. like, ah, I'll pass that. But Ninja came out a little after, and I got into that, and I thought I gave them to you too, but maybe not. I haven't. No, I never read Ninja. But I went and, and uh, when it, that the movie that we watched is like the primer. For that universe, yes. I think. Yeah. Totally. It is. And for those that don't know, which all of you probably don't know, uh, when we collected comics back in the 2012-ish time, we used to collect, we used to buy different ones yep. and then trade them. Swap them. Yes. Every we'd week. Read, so we were able to read twice as many and as we And we would, would fall back and it would be like a plastic bag bursting at that? the seams. Fuck. Oh, yeah. I got your reading with your hair. I was like, <laughs> I don't God. Yeah. And, and they were all, like, most of them were really good. Most of them were really yeah. good. There's a couple that... Eh, a little to be desired, left to be like the, the Morbius Solar run. I was kind of like, eh. okay. Remember Sex? Yes, yes, I remember, remember Sex. sex yeah, yeah. I, I got just because it was called Sex. Yeah, yeah. And every issue. That one was at the very top too, like the out of range, yeah. out of out of yeah, range. Yeah, yeah, books that's right. Our, our, our comic shop was like the the top two shelves were the adult stuff. They're serious. Sex Logan was. X was there. Yeah, the web, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Wolverine X and and Wolverine Max. Wolverine Max. That's, that's what they called the Max series. And sex. And it's, I was like. I want to get sex. Yeah. I want to get Say this book. I want sex. 
and what the fuck was it? Was it like some retired superhero that was retired like, superhero that was just he was he was super horny. Was he? No, I thought everything else was he ever the one fucking? I thought everybody else was fucking. Remember there's an old guy who was banging. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what it I was. have some. I have some of them, but so all my comics are actually behind. Let's just pause this and read some. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Can I read together? Yeah. It's some sex. Yeah. Anyway, this isn't recording, is it? Anyways, yeah, we used to come. We used to go with these bags of like, here's your reading material. I was like, yeah. Fuck. But that helped me get into Thor. Absolutely. God like, of Thunder. Is J- Jason, Jason Aaron, Aaron was amazing. Yeah. He just ended it. He just ended it like last year. I can't get over that. I I fell off it a little bit because there's so many books. When well, you Gore, that Gore this. run was amazing. It was, I was so like, good. Well, you give me that, like you like Coke, read this, and I was like, I don't know, like he's like you're like read this, and I was like, that was fucking incredible. Yeah. The Gore run is dark. Awesome. Yeah. It was intense. Different timelines. Consequences, and Ugh. it was like a refresh too. Like it really did feel like a refresh. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't need to know a lot yeah. more about Thor than what you did. No, Jason Aaron's like that's his shit, man. Yeah. But we're not talking about Thor today. We're talking about secret agents and ninjas. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you didn't know by my ice-breaking dad joke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Who's your favorite Bond? Just so I am clear. I haven't watched Do you them all, have man. I don't. I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna go with Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Okay. I wanted to ask you that question because you're the one who. It changes for me. Does it really? It just changes. Because everybody says I'm, it's either Sean Connery or Roger Moore. Yeah. Is what I usually hear. Well, Sean Connery is original, but he's he original. is a product of his time. And I think every Bond sits in the product of their own time. That's like, Rogers Moore, Roger Moore was perfect for the 80s because that's what was popular. Right. All the, look at all the television and stuff that was going on in the era. Timothy Dalton, it was the 90s, early, you know, early 90s, late 80s, and he was leather jacket Bond. He was cool. He was aha Bond, you know? Like, yep. he was a product of his, uh, you only got two movies, and then... Uh, so the 90s was gay? Yeah. <laughs> With Pierce Brosnan? Come on, that was funny, right? Yeah, that was good. Anyways, no, but th- that was my question was, who's your favorite? You don't have to give me in-betweens, but who's your favorite and who's your least favorite? Least favorite. Because wasn't there one guy who only did one movie? Lazen B, I think, is... Okay. I think... I don't think he got a fair shot, but... Okay. The movie was not even that great either. Okay. The fair story enough. was big and meaty, but it just wasn't it was real well done. Okay, that was the her mother's... With the that was the one with the wife. Majesty. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Bam! And it had to do with the uh, the big bad usually in this series Blofeld, the big yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, head of the organization Spectre. Uh, and then you also got I, I really liked one of Dalton's episode movies, but I I grew up with Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, so did I. That's that's kind of. But he was like the least physical of them all. Yeah, totally. He was he was gadgets galore, yeah. right? If I'm remembering he was, correctly. Yeah, and especially Die Another Day, that last movie, it was like. Cars are flipping over because he's got uh, all the gadgets. He's yeah. got snow tires with teeth on it. He's got a laser watch, and he's got all that stuff. And it was just becoming too hokey. Like yeah, even yeah. the bad guys, vil- the villain's weapon was a satellite. That's right. Yeah, made out of diamonds, which was also the plot for Diamonds Are Forever. And he's shooting this ice palace, and it's just it was just like what is happening? It got a little weird. Did yeah. they just figure out? Computer generation graphics or something. So how, did you, how did you feel with the reboot? The reboot well I needed, liked. Well needed. Well, well needed. Okay. It grounded it, and right now I'm enjoying Craig. I like Daniel Craig as Bond. I know he's done with it. It seems like he's not having fun playing it anymore. But when Casino <laughs> Royale, Casino Royale came out, did he say like he's like I'm never doing? I'm never doing it again. But I'm back again. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks. Money talks. Let's be real here. Absolutely. But Casino Royale to me is my favorite Bond movie. Really? Yes. Why, As is, of that? Right Why now, is that? Just because it's, it's so fresh, prototypical. it's physical, okay. it's modern. Um, growing up, it was. I, I, it's hard. I love Live and Let Die with Roger Moore. I think that was his first outing as Bond. Okay. Uh, had a lot of cool moments. He was. He was. That movie is the darkest he was ever. Oh, really? As Bond okay. too. Oh yeah, like he was ruthless. And then later on, it was like more jokey, more the saints, because he also played the saint too. Okay. And uh, I don't know all the scene. Yes. Yeah. No worries. <laughs> Please just go off. No, I will. I will. Just go right off. I grew up with the like I said. Like we, we were born both born, born in the eighties, so I grew up with Pierce Brosnan as well. Yeah. I didn't, and then you realize that there's like fifty movies before that, and it's like, wow. wow. I don't. I don't. Have you seen them all? I have. I got them all. I got the DVD 007 collection. I'm gonna put you in this. Rank them. Rank them? No, just the actors, not the movies. Okay. Uh. And give me your top. Okay, give me your top. Sean Connery's like right up there okay. with Craig, and I think because what he laid down for the character, 
Uh, that was tough shoes to fill. And I don't think any of the other Bonds filled Sean Connery's shoes. Right. And I think Daniel Craig's the closest for physicality. Which is funny because he's gone like a completely different direction. Uh, he's bigger, but he is more Connery. Just, he okay. puts more into his physicality, yeah. like Sean Connery did. Yeah. Like, flipping... Flipping guys. Flipping like, over his shoulder. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and even the way he holds his gun, and st- just, just down to mannerisms, okay. it's very more, it's much more like that. Where Sean, Pierce Brosnan is his own thing. Yeah, Sean Connery kind of, like, he gets laid a lot. Oh yeah, Dan, Dan Craig doesn't get laid that much. No, they they really tone that down. They he's not down. as misog- He's not as misogynistic. Right. As yeah. Because these older ones, these older ones from the '60s. Let me tell you. Well, you, well, you know, <laughs> Goldfinger yeah. was the last movie that anyone got spanked as like a positive thing. He, he gets oh, served like, by a lady. He gets because, his tequila. Thanks, bro. And she get, he's a steaks, and he takes his hand full back and just slaps her right in the middle of the camera, like close up <laughs> shot. Might as well have been a close up. And it was just like, thank you whack that goes and over. then she goes off and she smiles like it wasn't a term of yeah. harassment it yeah. was a term of ooh, thank you that, that goes <laughs> over that goes over well in 2020 yeah let me tell you that it, yeah they did a remaster of it oh, uh, God. at the cineplex and uh i went and watched it in imax goldfinger and dr no back to back they had a double feature and because i didn't get the chance to watch those movies in the course, 60s right course, so yeah. in an audience watching that scene yeah it didn't it oof woof it was like Quiet. One guy it was like one person going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just popcorn. Everyone's grabbing. I'm popcorn. leaving. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's funny because when we, when we talked about this, wait, did you finish ranking your actors? You said Sean I Connery, said, Dan uh, Craig, yeah, and, and the then and the rest are kind of in the middle. What do you talk, what do you talk three movies? Top three mu- mu- movies. Sorry, no, no particular are, order. Just... Uh, Royale, Goldeneye, and uh, Thunderball is up there too. Thunderball too. Yeah. Okay, so that was interesting because when we talked about this before recording, I was like, "Yeah, we're doing the the Ninjak one, obviously." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Which which Bond movie like has? I I figure which one has the most villains or whatever." Because in this one, Ninjak fights a whole bunch of guys. Yeah. You're like, "Oh, there's one where he has Japan. He's got ninjas. Let's do that one." I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, immediately. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's do it. And that's what we did. So we did uh, Ninjak fight Ninjak versus the the Valiant Universe. Yeah. And uh, James Bond in um, You Only Live Twice. You Only Live Twice. Why don't I, I can't remember that. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah. It's a great song. And it's a product of its generation. It really is. It's the slow... It's it's slow. Those movies... Yes, let's talk about that. Talk about yeah. that because we both watched it so we talk about that. I got my notes. Okay. I know you have your mental notes. Yes. I've got some things that I... How about how about this? So I'll just set up the, the story. Sure. And then you tell me what you like and dislike. And we'll yeah, we'll do, that. we'll do that. Okay, so the story is... It's uh, a space race, uh, and we've got the Americans sending up their their the rockets to do some testing in the atmosphere, and then uh, there's a <laughs> there's this so spaceship funny. that opens up and swallows it. Essentially, I was sold. I was sold. I was like, oh, okay, I'm, this is good. like this is so stupid. I'm down. Like it looked actually the 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 effects where it looked fine. Dude, that's the Thunderbirds guys. I was like, those are the guys who made Thunderbirds. Like, yeah, yeah. the shuttle shows up and it just like the. The, the, the mouth, like the tip of it, yeah. opens up like a mouth. Yeah. And just swallows the. I was like, this is so ridiculous, but it looks good. It doesn't look like cheesy or anything. It was like, was it all puppeteering? It must have been. It was a model. Okay. And uh, layers of, of film on top of each other. Because the guy who's in space, there's a there's a guy yeah, connected yeah. to yeah, with right. an oxygen tube. He's outside, but that's a model with a video. So you have to think, how hard is that to do in the 60s? Yeah. And these were like... The 60s, yeah. These are right. cutting-edge technology. Yeah. So, I, so... But the it movie, looks good. It still looks and, good. And that's what, yeah, this whole movie, part of it is really great, and then there's things in here that you're like, ooh, that did not age well. No, like, yeah. driving in cars and having... The green screen? Green screen in the background. It, it was, doesn't work. That was rough. It, I mean, the illusion is around, but I can see where people are like, yeah, these movies are terrible. These old Bond movies are bad. But if you really look at it, the whole idea of this, it's it's America versus Russia. They're both blaming each other why these yeah, spaceships... Yeah, going space race, yeah. Yeah, you know, the spaceships are being swallowed up. They're both blaming each other. Meanwhile, the United Kingdom, because they're so smart and intelligent. It's... Okay. <laughs> the, no, you go. Get in, get in, get in. The, the, the conference they have? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought was so funny, because it's like, it's like, it's like U.S. and... There's, just, there's only three of them. Yeah, in the Disney Epcot Center. Yeah, like, right? yeah. yeah. so there's three of them. U.S., Britain... <laughs> Was it Britain or UK? It was Britain, it was United right? Kingdom. UK. So UK, yeah. US, and Russia, Soviet Union. And they are... Like, US and Russia are just... T- like, you're poopy pants. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't you wave your finger in my face! Yeah. And UK's like, guys, guys. 
We can figure this out. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Like, they're so suave. Did anybody <laughs> notice that the rocket landed in Japan? Yeah, yeah. It's... And we've got our top guy on it. <laughs> but it's so funny because there's no gray. It's like, yeah. no, nah, UK knows what they're doing. Yeah, they do have no idea. They just, they're just mad. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was really funny, yeah. And so Bond is, is, is trying to figure out where this rocket-swallowing monstrosity is going, who's behind it. Right. And let's stop World War Three because those two are gonna they're gonna World War Three is gonna be the result of a misunderstanding. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's like okay, and but um yeah, so they're smart enough to see that the rocket that swallows the space shuttles. Yeah. The shuttles a space station. It's a whatever. it's a shuttle. Yeah. A shuttle, it lands somewhere in Japan. That's what the UK have noticed. Yeah, that's what yes. they noticed. So they're smart enough to go like, let's go there. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of like, well, does Japan have the capability to do that? We're like they're like maybe not. Maybe it's something private. But they've got their top guy on it. Let's go the top guy And on then they cut to him it? macking on some Asian <laughs> chick on the bed. And it's so funny. Dude, how abrupt was that whole scene, too? Because so, what happens in that scene, did you see coming? Bad, no. No, I didn't see it coming. Yeah. I see like, a badass Bond introduction. Yeah. Bed, bed flips into the wall after Ling double It's a folding it. bed, and he's lying on... Flips into the wall. He's talking to this girl, you know, it's like, how was that for you type of thing? And she gets up. Yeah. Pushes a button on the wall. He flips into the wall, and these soldiers come in and just lace the walls. Yeah, oh, yeah. And they they bring him down, and he's fine, except for a spot of blood yeah. on the bed next to him. The detectives come in immediately. What's that sound? Yeah, like, yeah. The, yeah. the British Army sound, Yeah, that's right? right, yeah. And it's all a stage, uh, because, you know, as the aforementioned title of the movie, You Only Live Twice, that was Bond's life. You know, he's he's been on the trail of Spectre, or Spectre's been on his trail trying to go after so him. So who was it that killed him? It was himself. They would stage the killing. Oh, they completely... Okay. They completely staged this killing so Bond can go anonymously again. Because uh, Thunderball, uh, the movie just before this, yep. Spectre's behind it too. You don't meet uh, the guy with the Blofeld, cat, right. Blofeld, who is the main baddie in this film. Uh, like, like, I need to tell you who it was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, Blofeld. No, no, no. Like, you don't know. And he's following folks. Right. Actually, his cat's a Persian. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so they're on his trail, so Bond needs to go in and, you know, hide or, you know, go in as a secret agent again because he's, 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 how many times he saved the world now? Four times now? If you're following this is, this along is the with the fifth movie, right? This is the fifth movie, yeah. yeah. And, uh, so gets killed, sent into a submarine, and, uh, he starts his investigation. So, uh, that's about the, that's about the essence of the plot. That's, that's the whole movie. Yeah. And he's, uh, and it's two hours long about that. And it's, it's, it's not two, I was like, I saw it originally, I was like, oh, two hours. But it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. I find that the first half, the first hour is one type of movie, and the second hour is another type of movie. And the first movie is like, the first hour is kind of cool, like espionage like figuring out, you know, infiltrating this. Cloak and dagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cloak and dagger-ish. Like, I'm sneaking in here, and I'm fighting this guy. How cool is the scene when he fights a guy in the lawn? After uh, Mr. Henderson, Henderson gets killed with a ninja sword in the back, yeah. and then he wears the white mask. Yeah. Uh, so, and yeah. and hides in the car, and, goes, oh, and now uh, and now he's in the the Osaka's Industries, yeah, yeah. and uh, how he gets there is cool. I actually have a note on that too because yeah. it was pretty funny. Um, that scene, where is it? Oh, when Bond is meeting up with the Kondai in Japan, the dude who assassinates him runs away so fucking slow, <laughs> like he's like. This guy gets stabbed through like the wall, the paper yeah, wall. Yeah. And then Bond runs outside. Through the window. Yeah. And the, and the guy's like, <laughs> he's just kind of like trotting along. It's like, well, you're going to get caught, man. And then he does. Yeah. And yeah, but it's cool. He takes his mask, he's got the star's mask on, yeah. and the hat. And he kind of just like pretends like he's been stabbed. Mm-hmm. And he gets in the car, and the buddy just drives him back to the base. And he's like, hello there. <laughs> and they Good get evening. into the fight. That guy's big. Well, big guy. That guy he fights is big. And it's like, yeah. Oh, this is, and the, the, the fight, that fight's a little cheesy yeah like where he's hitting the swords and it's like michelangelo oh and, and he's missing turtles. he's left, like rolls oh, right yeah. rolls left yeah if you were a lumberjack the only thing saved the tree the world would be a tree right <laughs> he did that like four times i was like yeah. Yeah, okay but it but it was fine and then the second hour of the movie is just like fucking nuts yeah like all these ridiculous gadgets and yeah. like volcano bases and giant coolest. fucking coolest layer ever coolest oh it was so cool yeah but it's like little nelly yeah, but they get a helicopter, the gyrocopter, which is a brand new thing in that era. Like that, that has never been. That's a working thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ab- but it's yeah. He gets this like little Nelly, this, this miniature helicopter delivered to him, <laughs> and he flies in it. And then when he takes off, he flies over his allies' heads like three times <laughs> for no fucking reason. He, yeah. <laughs> it's just like 
Like, I'll be careful, yeah. James. And he's like, I've got it. And he, no, just, vroom, vroom, and he keeps swinging back, and they're like ducking, like, oh, uh, oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? And then he has to take, then he, then he has to fight all the other Completely in control. Yeah. I showed them. And then he has to fight like six other helicopters. Oh, yeah. You gotta use and all he, the gadgets. And he does, yeah, yeah. everyone gets a different gadget the mines, and then the, the rockets. Rocket. Dude, the tailpipe flamethrower? Yeah. Oh, man, that was yeah. the coolest. It's, yeah, it's really fun. What I'll say, too, about this whole movie is, uh, in all the Bond movies, is... Oh, the the big guy beats up with a couch. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. So that's, that's cool, we'll go right back to that. No, I just wanted to, I just, that's all I wanted to say. I just beat a guy up with a couch. He beats a guy with a couch multiple times. He throws a sofa uh, at him. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, and knocks him down. I was like, what? This is, this is ridiculous. Okay, anyway, go ahead. I'm trying to get that in. <laughs> yeah, what I was going to say is just like, when Bond goes to a, a world and they visit a world, he doesn't just go there and it's in the background, like uh, like quick. Like they spent a lot of time getting to see the culture of Japan. And it I was think very, that w- it was very exotic to that see. Was cool, yeah. And like the sumo wrestling, yep. the, yeah, the nightlife, right. yeah. Um, what it's like to get married. I know that was like just so ridiculous. Was weird, it was yeah. too long and drawn out. The poi- the the string poison scene. What did you think really about cool. that? That was really cool. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was stupid how it how it happened. Like she moved into the exact position he was in. Like, yeah. So I was like, this is dumb. But it was really cool. Like yeah. So the idea. James is sleeping with his contact uh, Aki. Aki. Yeah. And they're, they're like getting into it. Like they're like oh, yeah. falling for each other. And this guy comes with a string from above them, and he drops it down like the floor, like the ceiling boards. He's on the rafters, and yeah, it's dropping yeah. the string down. And he puts poison on the string, and the string drips down. And it's supposed to land in James's James Bond's mouth, and yeah. he kind of shifts to the side, and Aki. Aki, yeah. She leans forward so it gets into her mouth and she like dies. I was like, that's that was really cool. Yeah. But I'm like, the way it all played out, like wouldn't the assassin go like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like he didn't know where he was putting it. He'd be like, oh fuck, fuck, fish it up, fish it up, fish it up. And if you look too, the string moves closer to her mouth. Yeah, it like, does. I know yeah, it's yeah, it does, it, yeah. But it just totally goes. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, she's here anyway, so yeah. I might as well just kill her. But yeah. um, that World was again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, this movie. It's the most parodied of all the Bonds, too. Easily. Yeah. You can see, and I've never seen this before, but you can see where Austin Powers pulls, like, all of its references. Yeah. It's, like, the, the base, the villain, obviously. Liquid magma. Yeah, the yeah. trap doors. Yeah. Like, Blofeld, this has the pool of piranhas. The, and the angry sea bass from Austin Powers, and this, the pool so of piranhas. So funny. And yeah. then he presses, like, <laughs> the foot he presses the foot pedal. Now, I'm kind of like... <laughs> Do they know that he has the foot pedal, or is that like a surprise? I think it's a surprise that he's got a sewing machine foot pedal underneath his. Yeah, desk it's a sewing machine. Because like when when he kills the one chick, he's like. Yeah. He just kind of looks at her, waits for her to leave, yeah. and then when she gets on the on the bridge, why he aren't drops you going her. with him? Yeah. He actually says this really funny line. Yeah. Oh, what was it? I was gonna ask you what your favorite oh whip. oh oh. There's a couple good. Yeah, ones. Okay. okay. <laughs> one that I wrote down though, I think I like his where he's like. Where he's talking to the two Japanese guys. Yeah. And he's trying to sell them on his plane. It's like, he's like, oh, this is extortion. He's like, extortion is my business. Go away and think it over, gentlemen. I'm busy. <laughs> and they just go to the other side of the room to, like, talk about these. Yeah, that's right. And that's when the other two come, the the two that he actually employs, and yeah. he kills them. <laughs> that line was so, I was like, why does that fucking make sense? No, no, no. Extortion is my business. What are you talking about? No. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Go away. Go away. <laughs> Shoe. Unnecessarily a dick. But oh, I think, that, I was, I think that, that quip was amazing. And you can't unhear um, Dr. Evil. No, you can't. His voice. No, you you just want him to be Dr. Evil's voice. But that then, guy's voice does not suit his character. No, it doesn't. No. And he's so, he's so like, awkward. And yeah. then I, also, Sean Connery, his his accent goes back and forth from British to Scottish. Absolutely. All, like, in the, in the, yeah. the early in the movie, he's pure Scottish. Yeah. And then he kind of, like, the, the less he talks, the more British he sounds. But yeah. then the longer his lines, the more it sounds Scottish. <laughs> It's, he's big. I didn't know he was that tall. He's a tall guy. I didn't realize he was that tall because he's yeah. huge and like I know they're in Japan, but he's huge in all the until he until he fights Hans. Until he fights that guy, yeah. At the very end, like it's just a throw-in fight. I was like, this should have been like <laughs> it's like a three-minute fight. It's thrown into the end. I was like, man, like the movie's ends two minutes later. The amount of trap doors in this movie. So yes. <laughs> the floors, like uh, Aki, when they first meet Aki, he's chasing her because he doesn't know if she's an agent or a double agent. She should drive. She but she keeps saving him. Yes, absolutely. This guy owes her so many dinners because she saves him like three times. Yeah. Just by pulling up in a car, like duck. Yeah. <laughs> Get down. 
And she's part of the Japanese Secret Service with Tanaka, who's got this. What do they call him? Tiger. Tiger. Tiger that's yeah. that's his friends call him Tiger. And he's uh, cool. He's a cool character. Yeah, he's a cool character, and you get to see like another organization like MI Six. We thought that was cool because my whole time, the whole time I watched this, I'm like. James Bond would be fucked if it wasn't for these guys. Absolutely, because they back him on so many things. Like when they're getting they're getting chased in the by that one car, mm-hmm. and the helicopter picks it up and drops it. in The, the magnet car, man, and just drops it in the ocean. Yeah, I was like, fuck, that was funny. So it's like, no, you and the the, the the scenes dragged out too. I was like, they're just pick up this car full of guys and just drop it in the ocean for following. James. I was like, <laughs> so I just want to go on record saying that Bond did the magnet car first, the magnet plane first. Because okay. I don't know if you saw the Fast and Furious 9 trailer. No. There is a, a scene oh, no, trailer, where yeah. John Cena is driving a Mustang, and there's a jet fighter that comes and picks him up with a magnet. And you're like, Bond did it. And I'm like, after, as soon as I saw that scene, I'm like, Bond did it first. Bond did it, yeah. <laughs> suck that. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible. You guys suck. Um, what else did I say? Blowfield is Sprouts, extortion. Did, yeah, I was going to do the internet. Also, the cigarette rocket. There's some pretty really, there's some really, yeah. I, I was going to say there's just some pretty really cool, no, there's some really cool gadgets in this. Like when they 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 find out that Tiger has this whole camp of trained ninjas. Yeah. This is where the movie just goes fucking like left field. It's like, yeah. Okay, I'm. This is crazy. Yeah. And then and James Bond's like, what am I gonna do? He's like, well, I got this table full of guns and gadgets for you. <laughs> so just check. He picks up this one like pistol and it's like a rocket launcher. Rocket pistol. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? all the bullets are jet propulsion bullets. Yeah. And he goes, oh, if that's too big, I got this rocket cigarette and you light it. <laughs> And then aim it, and it shoots at it. Like I was like, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he uses it later. Oh, absolutely. In the the lair. Yeah. Yeah. To shoot the guy that's closing the the, the hatch. In the it. in the lava lair, yeah. there's a metal hatch. Everyone thinks uh, they don't know where the rocket's landing, but uh, there's this lair, and it's got a, a removable uh, hatch at the top, and and, and, and it's like a sky dome, exactly. <laughs> and uh, so awesome. And it's cool how they find that. It's cool. The investigation with the diving girls, you know, they yeah, die the, the one, rocket fuel. The one girl dies. Yep. And, like, this this one girl dies mysteriously, they find out on a boat. And, like, oh, where did she die? In this cave. And they go in this cave, and he's like, it smells like gas. Yeah. And they, <laughs> they get out, and they, like, they jump out, like, okay, something's going on in this cave. Where does it lead to? And they yeah. kind of investigate around it, and then they find... No, it, like, the plot all makes sense Yes, absolutely. Like, it all works. The progression story works. It's just, this first hour is this, the second hour is, all right. No holds barred. Let's get some crazy gadgets. Let's get some uh, half-naked women, and let's just go crazy. She's wearing also the bikini the it whole looks time. Like, oh yeah, the whole time, and that's the Doctor No bikini. It looks like too, like the white, oh, the, white? Bikini, okay. the famous Ursula Anders bikini. Okay. And uh, yeah, she's wearing that the whole time, the whole fight, oh, even my. even at the end in the lair after she's, she's gone back to get the ninjas to tell them she that Bond change. found the lair. She's still wearing it. She doesn't change. So she good. just throws like a shirt on over it, and all she does is hide. Yeah. She just hides, no gun, yeah. no nothing. This isn't Aki. Aki dies. This is the kissy, his wife, Kissy, kissy. kissy. and yeah. that's his. That becomes his wife. Uh, the face and like this a pig. is where this is the problem. We have to face the pig, and this is the problem with the whole movie is Bond turning Japanese for me. Oh my god, I want to talk about that. Okay, this is I like, think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. I, I just thought that, that was the biggest song. what the fuck move in yes, the whole movie. Like, yes. all right, like now you have to become Japanese, and he just looks like a Vulcan. Can we yes. agree? It's, it's all, just a sad Vulcan. All they did was fl- shave his chest and flatten his hair. And put these weird that did eye nothing. pieces. That did nothing. <laughs> they, did nothing. <laughs> they put these eye pieces above his they eyes. They shave his chest because he has a... so much hair. And when uh, when uh, they're making out at the very he end of the movie, back. he does hair back. Yeah, I know. I was like, what the fuck did... He doesn't look Japanese. He looks like a fucking loser. Like, I don't... Like, no offense, but all they did was, all they did was flatten his hair. So it looks, like, it looks like he's been wearing a toque all day. Yeah. And shaved his chest. And yeah. then, like, those eye things. I don't know what the... I was like, oh, oh God, don't... I no. saw the eye things, and I was like, oh, this is going to get bad. Yeah. And then it didn't, and I was like, this is getting my haircut. It reminds me of this scene in uh, Team America World Police, when they Amazing try to movie. make him uh, uh, Middle Eastern. Right. Yeah, they just, like, <laughs> patch the hair on Trans or whatever they call yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, to make him Japanese, they shave his chest and flatten his hair. Yeah, that's it. Pushing the oysters away. Yeah, That talk, was funny. Yeah. So, yeah. They have a honeymoon, like when he gets married, to, and he, he thinks he's gonna smash. He's undercover. He's undercover as a this Japanese man. Yeah. So he had to get married to a Japanese local. <laughs> yeah. Right after Aki dies, yeah. So there's like no remorse. It's like, oh, here you go. Now you're with this other girl. Yeah. And uh, they're eating oysters, or they're about to eat oysters in her hut. Yeah. In her little and and she's, she's talking about the sleeping she, arrangements. And she's like, you sleep over there. He's like, oh, but we're on a honeymoon. And she's like, no, we're here for business. And he's like, oh. 
that I won't need these. And he pushes the tray. There's a tray of like 12 <laughs> oysters. It's like, you devil. Yeah, you yeah, dog. Yeah, you saucy fellow. And there's this like sexual undertone for like a lot of his lines and a yeah. lot of things happen. Like, even like you were saying, like, good evening. In Japan, men come first, yeah. women come Absolutely. second. I was like, you can't be more sexy yeah. than that. That's the... <laughs> just, yeah. just right out of there. Okay. Full out. Um, the suction cup knee pads. I want yeah. to talk about those. Okay, go for it. When he gets into the, <laughs> when he gets to the volcano, he straps up because he gets into the the hatch of the volcano, the top of the volcano, yeah. obviously. So he finds his way in, and of course he straps himself up with knee pad suction cups, and that allows him to climb down the ceiling, <laughs> climb along the ceiling with suction cups on his hands and his knee pads. I appreciate that. That was awesome. Yeah. Because you've seen that. How many cartoons have you seen? Absolutely, that in? you see it all the time. Um. Also, there's a there is a throwaway yeah. of when when Tiger comes back with the Japanese forces, all the ninjas, and they're attacking the the volcano with the crazy amount of explosions. Yes, there's insane and like, people are, bodies flying everywhere. Let's let's these are ninjas. Yes. So they have like shuriken and blades, yet everything's blowing up. <laughs> I don't know how it's happening, but and to go with the explosions, Blowfield has the cat. Yes. There's one scene where he's talking to James Bond as an explosion happens in the background and the cat goes insane <laughs> and the actor has to hold the cat and the cat's like clawing up yeah, his arm. Yeah, yeah. I was dying. It's, yeah. It's clap. So this cat's like clawing at his shoulder, like trying to get away and he has to hold this and stay in character. He's like, okay, come with me, Mr. Bond. And this cat's like, Aah! like, it's just, it's so funny. It's so funny. That was, yeah. that was the highlight of the movie for me. Oh yeah, totally. But yeah, that's it's fun watching old movies too and seeing the realism of you know you can't train a cat. No, you can't. They just, they just left it <laughs> in. Just the cat falls, went bonkers because yeah. the, spl- the explosion literally scared the shit. Because the cat is calm all the way through until and then, that explosion. And it's oh like, shit! <laughs> it's like going to town on his arm. Bond um, with a shuriken, amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know why. I get now why Austin Powers was like um, all the times was like Scott's like just shoot him. Just shoot oh, him okay, I was gonna say that. Just fucking shoot him. Give me a gun. I'll, he's like, you just don't get it. He's got because it's Blofeld has like four chances to shoot Bond, point blank. Literally, my notes are the exact same thing. It's and he doesn't. Like, yeah. He's sitting there with with his his. He shoots his, Osaka. Yeah, his general Osaka. Yeah. And then and Bond is like, this is what happens when you, you fail. And then he turns his gun and shoots <laughs> Osaka. And they're like, ushers, why are you bringing him with you? You don't need to him. only to only then just. Bring him to that monorail and, just sh- and then just shoot him. It's like it's now your time to die, Bond. And then, and then and he gets a shuriken in the wrist. And I'm like it's like it's so stupid. Why not just 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 fucking like I get it now. I want to watch Austin Powers again. And I'm like after I seeing will, that, yes, I will appreciate everything because like just shoot him, just just, just shoot him. He's staying there the whole time. You have him. You have him for a good twenty minutes. You can just shoot him so many times, and you don't. <laughs> Fuck. You're stupid. I love it. I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. I think it has charm. It's not a great movie, but it's got charm. And I think a lot of the old Bonds. But it's a fun. fun. It's a fun James Bond movie. If yeah. you if you look past the whole sexism and thing. Yeah. It's like you said. They they explore Japan. Night like they have the sumo thing. They have oh, there's a scene that on the docks. Yes. Where they're like he he, he they oh, show the rooftop. Yeah, and there's like a million guys on the rooftop with sticks. Yes. Like, where the fuck do these guys come from? They all, those are Osaka's men. But they're and just hanging on the roof I with guess... sticks? Like, it's like. <laughs> and he's a one punch man, hey? He yeah. doesn't, yeah. he they, does they judo, pull... official judo throws and one punch man. And when he leaves the rooftop, what do you think of the flips? Awesome. He jumps off the rooftop yeah, onto like, a bing bag, obviously, yeah. but it's like a dumpster. It's a big dumpster. And he does it not once. I think, does he do it three times? I think he does it about three times. But two thrice, times, yeah. yeah. It's a more than <laughs> enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a fun movie. It's, uh, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I was like, this <laughs> I'm is, glad you did. I'm not going to enjoy it. It's like a 60, no, it was fun. Yeah. Um, and I, also the opening credits, last thing, the opening credits, the titles. Yeah. That's another thing that's like very difficult at that time. And the song and with the titles with the umbrellas over top of other film and stuff, like the naked silhouettes yep. and stuff. I've always loved those openings uh, that's, and that's, that's and, classic and Bond. That's classic. That's a cla- that whole movie is a classic Bond movie. Right to like where the crosshairs and yeah. shoots it. Yeah. Anyways, they do play that song during the helicopter fight. Yes. The class. I, I was waiting for it. Yeah. Um, but also fun. Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe. Okay. I had fun with this too. I did not know what to expect with this movie. I didn't know either. I I've watched the first because it's six episodes compiled into one. I watched the first episode years ago when it came out. Yeah. 
this came a while ago. Um, essentially, Roku, the chick with the hair, blackmails Ninjak into stealing something, something, something. Yes. From MI6, which is where it works. What is that thing again? It's the book of the genius. It's the book of life. Okay. Uh, essentially, there's a book in in Valley Universe is the book of death and the book of life. And the book of life is the geomancer book and mm-hmm. and Galad, the guy with the scars on his face. Yes. His whole mission is to protect the geomancer and the book. Yeah. And so he, for some reason, he trusts the book to um, MI6 to take care of, and Ninjak ends up stealing it from them. So they're all after this book because it contains secrets of the world's entire existence. Okay. That's about it. Nice. Right? And Roku wants it, so she blackmails them. And then, so they basically they, bas- they basically gather Unity together. Which is the Avengers of Valiant. Yeah. Which, it, with some extra, like, Bloodshot's not part of Unity. Neither is, Ar- neither, okay. neither is Archer and Armstrong. Okay. The two guys that were, you know, the, the, yep, that go yep. back and forth. They're not really part of Unity in the books, but they are in this movie. So, but the other guys are. Yeah. Alad, uh, Eric and Darcia, and um, Livewire are all Unity members. We already got this. And yeah, so the, the unit, Unity gets together and they track down Ninjak and they're trying to get the book back from him. And he's not allowed to tell them why he's taking it. Yeah. Because Roku's constantly watching him. Yeah. Always with, nan- with nanites? Nanites, yeah. Okay. So she has nanites because this is a bloodshot has nanites. Yeah, no, I just wanted to, yeah, because it happened so fast. It was yeah, like, where she injected the him with nanites, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which then turns, which was cleverly used to turn against uh, the whole, the whole, Roku with things because Bloodshot understands that he Ninjak has nanites in him, so he shoots him with this nanite depleting yep. bullet mm-hmm. that then sends him, sends him to, to like the dark world where Shadow, Shadow Man, Man is. I was like, hey, oh, Shadow so Man is cool. cool. And I was like, is that Shadow Man? Yeah. I didn't realize he was going to be in this. No, he did not. I didn't. All these characters, I've seen them in books and stuff, but I it was so cool. Getting to know them a bit better, as, yeah. Because they're said very, earlier. they're 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 very faithful to their coming. Galadim's a little bit, uh, more. He's like a Thor. Yeah, but he was a little bit more like, oh, I'm not gonna f-, like a little more of a pacifist than I than he should be. Okay. But Arg was perfect. Livewire was good. Yeah. And Jack was good, except he wasn't British. I don't know why he wasn't British at all. He's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> but he was just some. Yeah. He was actually the guy who played Deadshot in. Uh, oh, in Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Same guy. Uh, but anyways, um. Yeah, he ends up with Shadow Man, and he can tell Shadow Man because he's technically, quote-unquote, dead. Not dead, but, like, in limbo. Yeah. And so Shadow Man comes back to Unity and is like, oh, by the way, he's doing this because Roku's making it. Like, oh, okay. So then they end up working with him, and they save the day. The acting here is not good. No. Sharknado. Good. Across the board, it's not good. Nobody, Especially Neville. Neville is really bad. Oh, His handler man. was really bad. Um, but the action is very good. So it's... yes. My favorite, I don't know if you have a favorite fight, but the one where he fights Archer and Armstrong in the apartment. Ah, uh, okay. That's a good fight. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. Because Archer 100%. is, like, just whipping around. He's flipping about. What's his ability? He's just strength and... Yeah, they're just... Well, Armstrong is, uh, like, a demigod type thing. Oh, okay. He's kind of like a Thor. Oh, he's okay. And Archer is, like, this strict Catholic boy. Okay. Who's right. So they they pair up together. And his whole, his whole existence, Archer's whole existence is his parents trained him to be a fighter to kill this like demon yeah who ends up being armstrong so uh, when, he, when he meets him he's okay. like this guy's not bad. That's, that's, that's their origin yeah. okay like, this guy's it. not bad got it he's like wait my parents are the crazy ones so yeah. he can he's been trained his whole life to like go after fight. this guy. so that's yeah he's just like a he's whipping about it reminded right? me of, like rick and morty just the way yeah. they were acting i was yeah. like what's going on here yeah and it was fun it was fun and then ninjack ninjack fights them and then like he, yeah he gets the call during he's like Psst. Pretend to lose or whatever, right? <laughs> okay. Or that, he says, I don't understand, and then he then he just falls. Yeah. And, yeah. What they did really cool, too, was they made Livewire, both Livewire and Exo Man War, look really powerful during the Absolutely. Fights. Like, when Livewire fights Ninjak at the beginning and she, like, blows him out the window, I was like, that's actually pretty, like, she would eat him alive. Yeah, absolutely. She, she's got the fucking power. She's, a, she's basically, she's a, she's a Technomancer and Electric, so she has, she's basically Sage with Electric Power. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. Um, Eric and Darcy are like with the with the Exo Manowar armor. He's like destroying the forest, trying to kill this guy. I'm like, that's that's Iron Man, right? Like that's essentially. Well, it's yeah. basically Thor meets Iron Man. I just couldn't help myself comparing them to because that's what they but they but they are yeah. analogs yeah. or compilations. Like Bloodshot is Wolverine meets the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, He's Deadpool. Ninjak's Deadpool to me. Basically. Yeah. 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 
Basically, except he's like Deadpool meets James Bond. Meets James and Bond. And that's how we're doing this, because they both work... James Bond and, and uh, Ninjak both work for MI6. And they both use the... I guess that's the MI6 building in real life. Yeah. That's the MI6 building. So they both have that headquarter vibe. I, and that's what I we totally have to do. That. It's, yeah. it's James Bond as a ninja. And that's why I had to... Then just the fact that <coughs> you only live twice has ninjas in it. I'm like, this is perfect. This is yeah. a, this is a perfect day across the pages. And yeah, so Ninjak versus the Valiant I would not... Uh, rush out to watch it, but it, <laughs> but it's fun. It's if you if you look past the hokey acting, it's fun. Plus, you get a good look at some of the main characters in the Valiant universe. Yeah, I want to read Blood. I want to read Armstrong and Archer. Archer and, uh, fun. And uh, I think my I think I did like uh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot's very good. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, or Jason. That's Frank. right. No, it's it's Tommy. Yeah, it's, it's Green Ranger. Green Ranger as his acting. Woof. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. the character idea is cool. Bloodshot's really cool. I um, thought that fight was the best. I liked the Bloodshot and Jack. Them? Yes. Yeah. I thought right. that they was really cool. Them. That was really cool. And uh, I was looking at him as Wolverine, and I was like, "That's a cool avenue of Wolverine freezing his rejuvenating powers." Yeah. That's a cool idea. Yeah. I never, for some reason, I was like, never "Oh, that's cool." Slow. Yeah. You can't heal. Yeah. Very. But yeah, that's what's cool about the. The Valiant are cool, and I love the universe. I actually, I really like, I'm not a, I, I want to be a huge Valiant fan. I'm not a huge Valiant fan because I just don't read enough. Yeah. I want to be, though, and I like almost everything they put out. Archer Armstrong is yeah. funny. It's very good. Quantum Woody is very good, too. They're not in this, but they they wouldn't fit in this movie. Yeah. They're very good. Um, the Harbingers are like the X-Men of Har Valiant. <coughs> Sorry. You'd love them. I would. If you read Harbingers, you'd love them, but. It's it was cool. Ninjak, like, it was fun. It was fun. Ninjak's not my favorite, but it made sense why he was the one to be in them because he was the craftiest. So he's yeah. not the strongest. He you go toe to toe with with X Men while you're done. You go toe to toe with Live while you're done. Oh yeah, he, they are all OP. And he lost both their fights. Yeah. Like one guy interfered with Galad was like, okay, an Eternal Warrior, right? Galad. Yeah. He's immortal. He can't die. Yeah. So if he wanted to fight you too, they so they kind of needed somebody to be like. Let me go ask King. him nicely. Yeah, let's let's you know, let's stop this, Colin. <laughs> Colin King, stop this. That's the acting too. It was like, that. Yeah. hey, Colin, can you not? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so two movies that aren't great, but they're both they're both fun. Yeah, and like the effects are okay. Some of it are. Yeah. You know, if it's you're like, looking at it as a comic book yeah. and it's a web series, it works. Yeah. And it, yeah. I was surprised it did as well as it did. Uh, even like when I can't believe Bloodshot was driving an F four F twenty two Raptor, yeah. and it was just like I love my job. Yeah. And it just it's lights so up. Yeah, uh, it's, stupid. it's stupid as shit. And like he's flying with Exo Man or the beside yeah, there. Like, yeah, this is I see what you're doing here. This is stupid. Where did you get that from? Yeah, do they just have those? I think my, my sex is just gonna give <laughs> him, 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 him one. Uh, one Not even Livewire who can speak to machines. No, we're just gonna give it to this guy. Yeah. Who, Fuck me. Totally. Not gonna happen. But um, that's yeah, fun. But that's what the comparison, like we're saying, they so both... like like looking at Ninjak and Bond. Yeah. Okay. So they're both in the same the same type of world, right? Yep. Being spies. Uh, but Ninjak is bulletproof, like hundred percent. Right. Yeah. His armor he wears and, yeah. and all that. Small weaponry, yeah. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Plus he's a ninja. So it's yeah, it's James Bond. Like what else can you say? It's James Bond as a ninja. As a ninja. Yeah. Because they both like they both work for MI6. Yeah. Neville is basically his M. M is James Bond's oh. handler, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Money Penny, right? So yeah. they they both have handlers. They both work for MI6. They both have crazy, weird villains and shit like that. And that's... When they introduced Neville, I was I, I was about to say, okay, this movie is a write-off. When they introduce him and he's eating the sandwich, yeah. and then the mustard spills on his shirt, yeah. I was out. Yeah. I was out, and the, I was just like, no, I'm, wa- I'm, tough. I'm watching this. You gotta, I'm you gotta muscle this. through. Because once the action starts, like, okay, yeah. I can, you know, it's not bad. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I was like, oh man. But yeah, two comics. So what did you? So you read? So going to comics, yeah. I read James Bond. It's the 2018 run that Greg Pak did, and that it was done by uh, Dynamite. Now I told you this again. I told you just read one arc. I couldn't stop. And you went through and read how many? Well, it, it, I read 12. Okay. That was the whole series. Yeah. Of this story, in the story. Um, are you going to talk about the whole story here, or are you going to talk about one arc? I can talk... Well, the, the whole thing is kind of an arc. Okay, so go Because it all leads into each other. All right. But essentially, Bond is uh, investigating a Russian smuggler who has a bomb in his briefcase. That's what he knows. Okay. And he faces uh, a Korean uh, spy who fights and resembles Oddjob, 
That's funny. And that hooked me right away. That's really funny. Because I'm like, Oddjob is like the most weirdest villain. One of the most weirdest the villains. With the hat. Yeah. And he's the Korean guy. He throws the hat. He's a big chubby guy. This one's a young guy. And he's skinny. And I was like, okay, so... Does he what? have a hat? He does have a hat. And he throws it. Okay, sweet. So... Who throws a shoe? Okay. Exactly. <laughs> random task, right? Like, yeah. Who threw Oddjob? Honestly, who throws a shoe? That really, really who hurt. hurt. Yeah, I love that. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, no, it's okay. <laughs> So uh, he and so Oddjob is working for the Korean. Uh, he's working for the Korean MI6, and James is both after this Russian smuggler, and they intertwined. And I was like, okay, Oddjob's kind of got more of a backstory, which I was liking because in the original story of Oddjob, he works for Goldfinger, okay. and he's just a henchman. That's all we know about him. And we got this young guy. He's a skinny guy. He's a thick guy. Fights like Odd Job, and I'm like, well, this guy's actually pretty tough. He's pretty cool. Is he Odd Job? It is. It is Odd Job's pupil. Okay. So he is Odd Job is. So what they're changing, they're adding backstory where there is none. Cool. And the biggest thing that I thought was cool about this whole series was that, oh, okay, there's a little bit more life to this than than just this movie because you know you get Goldfinger. That's Odd Job. He's dead. We move on. But this is like, okay, this is kind of neat. Except for Oddjob never fought Bond. Another agent in MI6 fought Oddjob. Really? And so he's talking about Oddjob. So he actually gets paralyzed by him. And Bond knows this guy. He's very close to this agent. And uh, once he finds out that this Oddjob um, is related, he wants to kill him. And Bond in the series is like the Punisher. He does whatever he wants. Uh, even when M's telling him to do one thing, he's going on his own. And this whole story has to do with double crossing. Uh, is is there sorry? Is there is this just a complete spinoff, or does it take place in between two movies? I wasn't. Okay. It, 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 I wasn't sure. The, right. I'm looking at this as its own thing. All right. Yeah. It, uh, probably what it's meant to be. Yeah, because Dyn- this is uh, I don't, dynamites. There, a lot of the arcs and issues that I could have chose, they were all like one off. So it'd be like one case, this case. Okay. Uh, so anyway, so he meets up with. Odd job. They're both fighting each other. Then the two governments are talking, say you guys need to work together to get the smuggler. So now Odd job is working with Bond to get the uh, get this briefcase. His name is Odd job. No, uh, okay. it's John Lee. Okay. His name is John Lee. I like Odd job. And uh, he's he's a descendant from Odd job. Okay. Trained by Odd job. And so we find out that uh, this this Russian smuggler is uh, escorting this bomb, and he works for. Uh, Uru, which is another name for gold, and it turns out Goldfinger is behind this whole oh, thing. Oh no way! And in the briefcase, oh, it's not a bomb. This, this. I was I was digging it because yeah. I didn't read anything about this before. Right? Yeah. I didn't see any covers. I had no idea. And I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, holy! Goldfinger's actually a bad guy. And this handler that's following this briefcase guy, uh, this agent, there's like this bad agent girl. She's pretty cool. Uh, and she has connections with John Lee the odd job guy, and now she's being controlled by Goldfinger with this implant. Yeah. So Goldfinger is controlling all his agents by this implant. When you do think, think things good, he gives you dopamine, and you feel, like, so oh, good. Yeah. And when you do things bad, he, he shocks you. And Like their dogs. Like their dog collars. Yeah. yeah, so he's got dog collars all his agents, and, and they can kill you at any point. So to get in close, Bond gets one of these things. And he gets captured, and he gets one of these things. And now M's like, what's going on? Like, Bond's going AWOL. Yeah. So now everyone doesn't trust Bond. Bond's on his own agenda. He thinks he's just one. And he keeps trying to kill Oddjob. Or John Lee. I just keep calling him Oddjob yeah, because of what I get it. So, But he keeps trying to kill him over and over and over again. And he and he's just like, Bond is not listening to M. And he doesn't at all. And I think that's pretty cool. You never see that in the movies. Like, usually, except for License to Kill, uh, you never see Bond go rogue. And... Uh, He's not a goody two shoes. He kicks ass, and uh, he's he's after Goldfinger, and it's a really good story. It's 12, 12 issues long. Yeah, but it, you but it, you, it sounds like a quick read. I flew through <laughs> it. I flew through it. And Agent Moneypenny, uh, she's an agent. Oh, cool. And she actually assists him. So, so it's like an all universe then. That's what I said. I I said the only thing I didn't like was uh, it it looks and feels like a different universe, mm-hmm. and he draws him like Archer, so I can't unsee Archer. Ah, okay, yeah. So I was like, 
danger zone you know yeah, like yeah, the whole yeah. time i was like it just looks like archer yeah it doesn't look like pierce it doesn't look like sean connery so when you read his lines that was it more sean connery or was it more john h benjamin i i was just reading it oh, okay. I, I didn't right. want to pigeonhole right. that's Bond good it's fine because uh as long as it doesn't sound like john h benjamin it, you're reading. I, 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 I was annoyed but i was like i'm not reading it like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Like, not in my head but it was really good other than that i was like i don't know where it sits it's its own thing and if you're looking at its own thing it's great. Now, does is James Bond his <gasps> real name, or is that a moniker that's passed down? We don't. It, it, we we know that it is James Bond. He has a he has a mother and a father, both last names. Okay, so Bond. they are his real. Okay, I thought it was a fake name that they just kind of gave to whoever plays the role. Yeah, like 007, also James Bond. But if this is real, I, I just wanted to ask you. Yeah, no, you for your eyes only was the movie. He actually visits the graves of his family. And they actually have. And then in Skyfall, in the reboot, yeah, uh, they he goes to his home. And he he sees his family's name Nine again. He's his, okay. Yeah. So he is James Bond. I always l- like the idea of it being like whoever's name. being the spy yeah. is James Bond. That's yeah. just his code name. That, I think that works more. Yeah. But uh, it's easier to recast and stuff for that too. Bond is the first like MCU. He's he's got his whole universe, but, yeah. they, but the, none of it connects. And I think it that bugs me in the back of my head it's yeah like it does yeah well, some um, of it does right but not all of it not all of it does and some of it connects it's got like this weird threads like specters in a couple episodes yeah. and stuff but anyway i really liked it uh, i thought the mannerisms are good the good action the plot matters uh i like the backstories i like the double like the the double crosses in this and again like he acts like a punisher and less of a yeah, virtuous how did you feel hero. That? so you like that i liked it Would and you... the humor was funny too okay so it's the quips and stuff yeah. like yeah his immature quips, his juvenile, juvenile <laughs> oh, really? quips. Yeah, juvenile like... quips. <laughs> He's a straight man, eh? Like, he lets everybody... He just puts that weird uh, twist on it with his, like, you know... Hey, yeah. my name's Chumi. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, naughty. <laughs> yeah. uh, I read Ninja K, The Ninja Files. So, okay. number one to five is written by Christos Gage, obviously Valiant. It was drawn by Thomas uh, Girello with Roberto De La Torre. Mm-hmm. Did a couple issues. It's from 2017, Valiant. So I've read the original, not the original, because in the 90s is when the original came out, and then they rebooted it around 2014. Right. This is the, this is the volume three, so this is, number, this is 2017. And I read this one because it's called Ninja-K, not Ninja. Okay. And I was like, what's going on with that? So I read it, and it's actually very James Bondy-ish, in my opinion. Okay. So what you find out is that it goes through, goes back through history of all the ninja, because it's called the Ninja Program, right? And it goes to the beginning, and it started with Ninja Eight. Oh, cool! So through the decades and ages, um, they just changed the, the, the letter, and it kind of evolves like that. And the whole idea was that Japan and Britain were allies during the Great War, so World War One, um, and Japan allied with Britain because they wanted Germany's holdings on the Pacific's on the Pacific, mm-hmm. and, some, and that, so in order to kind of help get all the Pacific um, territories. They sent Britain Ninja A. Okay. And it was nineteen seventeen. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they so basically it was a Japanese ninja that came into Britain, the Britain army, and they're like, all right, let's use it. And he was just killing everybody. Like this is fucking sick. And they're slowly winning. They're like winning the war with the help of this guy who's just going in and just slaughtering all these <laughs> German. Right. Now when the alliance started to show signs of like withering, MI six got because Ninja A was tasked to listen to them they got him to train another one yeah and that was ninja b yeah but they came with the idea it's like you know let's train this guy and he's the one who started with the gadgets okay he was british right yep. so he started with the gadgets he wasn't just pure swords he had attack and that was around 1934 so now you're talking about 15 years later ish give or take yeah and then um the countries did not splitting and they ended up on and the two ninjas ended up on opposite sides of the war <laughs> and so they, they, became, they came face to face and were both caught in Hiroshima. Oh, cool. So that's how they died. Yeah. A and B died. I mean, Hiroshima wasn't cool, but... No, yeah. yeah just like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, cool. I, I remember that. That was awesome. That's with the big mushroom cloud? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. awesome. But so they died. <laughs> now, when they died... Um, before they died, sorry, Britain had Ninja B training Ninja C the whole time. Because like, all right, you know, let's let's start this thing off. So when A and B died, C was the only left, and they trained him up from when he was a kid. Um, then they hired like this is we can't sustain this because if we want this guy out in the field, 
he can't spend all this time training the next guy. Right. So what they did was they actually got a, a dedicated headmaster to train all the ninjas named Jonan. He was a, a basically a renegade monk from Japan. So they was like these monks would discipline themselves to become like the perfect human specimens, but then they weren't allowed to go out in the world. And this one guy, Jonan, was like, "That's stupid." Like I've disciplined myself this much. What's the what's the point of all this if I can't reap the benefits? So he kind of so he was basically a trained monk that was like not in the same mind frame as like yeah. a monk should be. Yeah. So he was crazy. So he would go out and like he'd have like he was very into like he had a very strong sexual appetite, for example. Oh. Shit like that. Yeah. So uh, some yeah, so that had, explains. Yeah. So and he would train all the ninjas after C. So he trained from D onward. Mm-hmm. I think he picked up from C as well. Um, but you see, like, they're giving us the lore. I'm like, this is so fucking cool. And they're adding things that weren't there before. Totally. Right? Um, I love, I love that's why he's called Ninjack. Yeah. Too. Yeah. I was like, that's so cool. So then Ninja D was the first to be trained by Jonan. That was about 1957. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ninja, K- Ninjack, Ninja K is known as the freelancer. Okay. And it comes to attention, uh, through Neville that somebody is killing off. So that's all the history. But then the, the plot is that somebody is killing off all the old ninjas that aren't dead. Yet. Oh, come on. That's neat. So, so Ninja K, so Ninjax like, okay, so they're all dying. How is this like, what's going on? Yeah. And he's good friends with Ninja D. He was older now, he's retired, but he, they're good friends. As he's, ex, as he's going through like the program's history, he starts learning like dark things yeah. about how it all worked. Um, yeah, we learn, so we learn more about Ninja C. We learn more about Ninja D. His backup. Because all the ninjas had backups too, yeah. In case they needed to, in case they died or whatever. And then we learned about Ninja G in particular too. Those are the three that we kind of center around. Yeah. I I I'm I don't want to spoil things, but I kind of do at yeah. the same time. It's like spoiler start now. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> so the ninja program worked by like they basically had child soldiers. They would take these orphans and stuff and yeah. train them up and like just treat them like dirt. And the the person killing all the other ninjas turns out to be. Ninja C. Oh, okay. So, so he's he's old own. as hell. Yeah. But he he's coming back to kill them all because he learned that whenever he met somebody or whenever he was the MI6 thought he was distracted from his main goal, which was their operative. Yeah. They'd kill that person or they'd take that person out of his life. And he didn't know. He's like, he just thought it was a run of string of bad luck. And he comes to realize these guys are fucking interfering with my personal life. They've they've disallowed me from having any kind of human contact whatsoever. whatsoever. Wow. And then like like and then Jack's like, wait, this happened to me too. So they kind of go back and kind of and then he's in a relationship in this. He's getting close with Livewire, who's you yep. know from. So they're in a kind of a thing and they're they're kind of in this. Do we don't we dance? There's they're they're sexually active but they're kind of mm. do are we an item or are we not? So he starts getting paranoid like what the fuck and then he meets Ninja G. Who was the first black and the first female oh, okay. ninjack program? Yeah, and she kind of tells her story, and she faked her own death to get out. To get out, cool. and she's like, "You should do the same thing." And it's like he comes to understand that, so he starts to doubt Neville. He starts to doubt everything. So it's like this huge conspiracy. I'm like this is so fucking cool. Yeah, I burned through this in like an hour. I just was going. Oh up. wow! I yeah, I, went, I was so into it. I was hooked. How many issues? This was only, this was only five. This is the first arc, and nice. it was just five. And I was like, I wanted to keep reading, but I was like, I had other things to do. Yeah. But I was like, this, this is good enough for this episode. And it was. I'm going to keep reading because it was really fucking cool. They find out, like, you do find out that MI6 did change its ways. So around um, the Ninja GH, just at Ninja G, they realized that, you know, this is unethical. Right. Like they, they found out what was going on. And like this, we can't do this. Like, as a, as a as an organization, we can't do this work. We're going to the Ninja Yeah, this is not right. So they actually... <laughs> Come on, guys. Come so, on. so they they actually deaded that whole wing. Yeah. And wiped it clean. So Neville. So. But Ninja C doesn't know that. No, he didn't know that. He was so blinded and with rage that he was just like. Yeah. This is fuck. So he killed Ninja D. He kills Ninja D's backup. He killed, like he goes through. He's trying to kill them all, because he like they're all because Ninja D ended up helping to recruit. Oh, okay. For the program. Yeah. And he's like, this is fuck. You can't. This is insane. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was really cool. Uh, and yeah, in the end, you, you realize that it's not like that anymore. So Ninjak 
is fine. He was never actually fucked with like that. Right. But everybody almost up to Ninja G was. Wow. Right. But yeah, you don't meet them all, but you meet a, a few of them. And Ninja G is actually she was really cool herself. I'd love to read something about Ninja G. Her? Yeah, because yeah. she was awesome. She was like a badass. Like he he finds her. He ends up finding her with the help of Livewire. Yeah. Because she can search through cameras. She's a technopath, right? Yeah. So she searches through cameras and figures out where she lives. And he zeroes down his little house in the country. And she's actually run away with her arch nemesis. Oh whoa. Because during the fight, they really because MI6 brainwashed her into thinking that her arch nemesis is the one that killed her husband. You're not so different, you and I. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns out it's like she's like, "This is for you know my husband." She's like, "I don't know who that is." She's like, "What?" So they got to talking, and that's what they faked. And then they finally. But they get he gets to her house, and she has all these turrets like just zoning on, like on Colin, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, uh, "I just came to talk." <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any eggs? Yeah. I just gave her some sugar. I'm making coffee and I have no sugar. I was, I don't mean to bother. Oh, this is a Halloween costume. That's yeah. But very good. Very cool. I'm Ninja K. I just want kind some of, stuff and information. Yeah. Kind of like your odd job story, though. It's like they filled in gaps that weren't there. Yeah. That's right? cool. There was no history for that before, but it's like, let's know. Let's, you know what? Christos Gage did a fantastic job. He's like, his name's Ninjack. Mm-hmm. Let's hyphenate the K mm-hmm. and build a story. Mm-hmm. And then they throw conspiracy in there as well. Awesome. I think that's a cool uh, just idea of having yeah. all the, the ninjas hire and how yeah. the organization that you work for isn't as good as you think it no. is. And, that, and no. that's cool. They're shady as shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing with this whole Goldfinger. Uh, you know, at, at one point, I think Bond actually was enjoying the. He got hooked on the dopamine. And, and for all the actions, yeah. he was liking it and was like. Is that kind of why? Is that why he was so rogue or was he just rogue naturally? He was fighting it. Uh, he had a goal. He's trying. He's br- born and bred, and Money Penny, Money Penny actually saves him, okay, and gets him out. Uh, but then they have to go back in to get because he needs to. He needs to know what the plan is. Uh, that Goldfinger wants to do because the bomb that they thought didn't have. It wasn't a bomb. It was gold, and he wants to know why he needs this gold. And it's pretty cool what, what happens. That's pretty. Yeah. I'll read that. Um, yeah, it's it's and and also that was like the first appearance of Goldfinger too. In in like Bond never met Oddjob, he never met Goldfinger, so it's a complete contained thing, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, that is uh, cool. Yeah, so I think you might like it. That's cool. So yeah, Ninja. Yeah, some M- our MI six guys. Definitely got some similarities there. You want You can say it. You want to say it. But you know what? Nobody cares.